Changing healthcare starts with a dream. Better care, smarter care, and healthier people. Listen weekly as Dr. Gregory Goodman interviews today's most innovative MDs as they transform healthcare and share their journey from white coat to business suit, highlighting lessons learned and golden prescriptions for your success. Join us today and get your doctor-recommended dose of MD Innovation. So this is Dr. Gregory Goodman on The Modern MD. I'm really excited today. We've got Dr. Michael Hughes, a serial entrepreneur with a fascination for technology, the internet, and medicine. He started his first business at the age of 14. Michael is the CEO and founder of USARad.com, an advanced teleradiology and telemedicine service. He's also the CEO and founder of SecondOpinions.com, a second opinion platform for all areas of medicine. Dr. Hughes is a board certified in diagnostic radiology with extensive training and experience in multiple advanced modalities, including MRI and cardiac CT. Michael, welcome to The Modern MD. It's an honor and privilege to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Rack. Thanks for reminding me of this great opportunity. Wonderful. So, Michael, can you tell us a little bit more about you personally and your entrepreneurial journey as a physician? Absolutely. I was born in, in Russia. My parents moved me to New, to New York at age 14. Coming to the States and reading all about American Dream, uh, I wanted to contribute and make a difference and put a dent in the planet pretty, pretty early on. So I actually worked hard. Uh, the second day uh, in America, I started a newspaper out with only 20 newspaper clients. Uh, within approximately 18 months, I built a route to about 1,000 customers. I was able to uh, already actually hire about six adults working under me. So that was my uh, first experience uh, in business. I learned uh, very early on about customer satisfaction, uh, obviously hard work and, and persistence. I was actually the, the first physician in my family. The reason I decided to go into medicine is that I, I met a radiologist uh, when I was uh, 17, 18 years old. I love computers, I love technology, and I saw back then at age 18 where the telemedicine, where medicine is going to be going, which is cardiology and telemedicine. And that's the reason that I actually chose to go into medicine. So those are the sort of early experiences. I studied at NYU, which I graduated under three years, pre-med, did training in my medical school at Downstate, and did a residency at NYU and Thomas Jefferson. I actually sold my newspaper routes at the end of medical school, and I actually got into two other businesses. And one of them was uh, domain name trading. I started the buying and selling domain names. That was back in 1999, 2000, 2001. So several years, I've acquired uh, uh, hundreds of uh, premium domain names. I've sold a bunch and still ke- uh, kept several hundred of uh, excellent domain names. I got into the real estate, so probably over a period of six years. We bought and sold at least seven properties. And that's what I was doing on the side while I was uh, finishing my uh, radiology residency and uh, graduated in 2005. That's incredible. You're truly kind of living the American dream. You know, what a, what a dream to come here, start a newspaper route, build it up, scale it, go and you know, become the first physician in your family. What an incredible story. And, you know, it sounds like you've done, you know, some work with the, uh, with the internet domains and, and real estate even while in residency, incredibly impressive. So we love to start the, the modern MD with what I term a success quote. Do you have something that's important to you or, or, or a quote that's meaningful to you that you'd like to share? 
I have several quotes that I, uh, that I use. Essentially, the hard work, hard work and persistence, secret ingredient for any, uh, for any success story. Uh, there's no shortcuts. Achieving, uh, you know, success in your life. So it's really dedication, persistence, and really a lot of, uh, a lot of sweat. So I, I was willing to do that since I was a teenager. Also, what's important is also you need to sometimes take risks. I was able to do a lot of sacrifices and, and take risks in my life, avoid a very comfortable uh, life sometimes. And I've been doing it consistently, even we'll discuss a little bit later, even uh, very recently. And not only started this the medicine business, but even after the business was successful, I, I took more risks, which actually paid off. I agree with you. I think that, you know, the hard work, persistence, and risks is really what's required you know, you got to kind of live outside of your comfort zone. You know, as a physician, it's very easy to go down the uh, the standard path, but it sounds like you've kind of gone, th- you know, down your own path and, and really pursued some things and, and and done some things incredibly successfully. So I want to transition in what, what I'm terming the white coat to business suit. I know you started your businesses really early. You were really involved. It sounds like even in medical school residency. Can you just talk, you know, about the transition or kind of your mindset, you know, how you kind of live both as physician and, and radiologist and as well as the, the work you're doing kind of on a business front? I guess I was uh, somewhat fortunate because I, I really enjoyed uh, the business aspect and, and financial aspects of anything I've done. My early experience with newspaper uh, taught me you know, also a lot of uh, financial responsibilities and we have to do a lot of collections. And I knew, I knew early on that I would be just very bored if I only would be doing medical stuff. In my case, it was not an option. Basically, combination, uh, sort of a blend of, of what I represent. It sounds like you, you know, you wear both the white coat and business suit. It's never been a question for you just to practice, which I think is a really different mindset for most. You know, most physicians they kind of just dream of treating uh, patients clinically. I think it's a, a really unique perspective to also kind of make sure that you know business and medicine to you sound like uh, they're equally important. So. I want to shift to um, what I'm terming the idea to venture section, and I'd love for you to talk about you know your work at USRAD and SecondOpinions.com. What's kind of your big vision, and and why did you start the companies? And can you tell us a little bit more about both uh, both entities? Absolutely, I w- would be happy to. Yeah, when I graduated residency and fellowship in 2005, became I became board certified radiologist. My goal was always to start a telemedicine or teleradiology company. To be successful in any business, you really had to gain experience. For example, to run a great restaurant, you have to be a good, good chef, right? So it's, uh, it's very similar. So my goal was to practice for a couple of years and then start the company. So I graduated in 2005, and I moved. We moved. My, my, my first job as a, as a radiologist was in actually uh, Poconos area uh, in Pennsylvania. I practiced that for a couple of years, learning sort of uh, the medical aspect and becoming a really trying to become a good radiologist. Yeah, during this time when I graduated in 2005 and became board certified radiologist, I also was attending an executive MBA program specializing in telehealth and telemedicine. So this was a, a program at George Washington University and where I earned my uh, executive MBA, telehealth as a major. Uh, as I said earlier, that uh, no business degree will help you to be successful in business, either you got it or not. Certainly, th- this was something that I always wanted to do. It certainly is very, uh, it's been very, very helpful to have this degree and also the skills that I had learned, especially in the important uh, the subject of telemedicine, uh, would would later become very important. 
the teleradiology industry is not a new industry. I mean, it, it started actually in, even in the 90s. But the two big companies that popped up in 2000, 2001 are Virtual Radiologic, VRAD, and, and Nighthawk. Watching them very carefully, studying all about them. My regret was back in 2005 or so when I, when I, that I'm, I'm a little bit sort of missed a few years because the timing was perfect to start a type of company uh, in the early 2000s. Nevertheless, it is what it is. After practicing for a couple of years as a radiologist, I moved back to New Jersey. And uh, the reason I moved was to actually finally was able to start the company. And I started USRF, USRF.com with essentially single clients. Uh, it was an imaging center in, in New York. Utilizing my business skills, started to grow from one to two to five, 10, 20, and so forth clients. I started hiring more staff, more geologists, marketing people, operations, so forth. So we, we really started to grow fast. Our niche was uh, subspecialty cell geology, and uh, we were able to deliver the service cheaper and with a better uh, turnaround time and higher quality than competitors. That's why we started to grow. As, as you probably know, radiologists, typical radiologist is somewhat an antisocial animal. They, they like to sort of hide in a, in a dark room. This is changing now, but back when I started a company, I mean, a lot of radiologists did not want to be bothered. For me, as a very social person and with business skills, I was able to really sell the service very, very efficiently. As we're able to work with referring physicians and work with our clients, imaging centers, and then later hospitals to really provide much better service than they could provide otherwise with the existing groups or existing solar radiology. Then something happened in my personal life that I, and that's how I founded secondopinions.com. My son, he's now 12, I have three kids, but my, when my son was approximately two or three years old, we found him sort of looked like a unresponsive and sort of looked like paralyzed one morning, and we really it was a really scary experience to find to find your son like that. We thought maybe he fell out of bed or something happened, but we really didn't have an explanation. We we took him to different healthcare facilities. We did imaging. Uh, we took him to the attrition, to the neurologist. No, nobody seemed to have an explanation. We drove him to a specialist. That was back when uh, when I was uh, actually in Pennsylvania. We drove him to a specialist several hours away with a pediatric neurologist. And the first question that the specialist asked was, did anything like this happen in your other family members? So we called, I called, I called my father-in-law. He said exactly the same thing happened when he was this, uh, you know, a little baby, and then it went away. The pediatric neurologist diagnosed my son with spasmodic torticollis, which is a benign or congenital condition that would go away on its own. And surely enough, with uh, some uh, muscle relaxants, this, this spasm uh, disappeared within a few days. Probably within 12 months, it recurred a couple of times, but uh, after a year, it never recurred again. It is actually back then I uh, conceived this idea of uh, providing uh, second opinion, specialty second opinion services to everybody on the planet. About three years ago, I, I had an opportunity to launch my a second division of a company, which is secondopinions.com. As you know, USRA.com is a teleradiology division. To summarize, for those who don't, don't know, we uh, contract with hospitals and imaging centers and some other imaging clients like mobile companies, and we connect online, and uh, they send us images, and we provide very fast reports. That's the teleradiology component. Then after, and after this experience uh, with my son, you know, I wanted to expand teleradiology 
into two areas. Number one, I wanted to get into the consumer market. And number two, I wanted to expand into other specialties. That, that happened in, in stages. In 2012, we launched a little prototype website called xmri.com. We started to offer radiology second opinions to everybody on the planet who needed it. Obviously, with the power of internet, you were able to have this type of exposure. Within a, on the day that we launched, we actually I got I received an order from Australia, and you can imagine the excitement that somebody actually found us online, and we were able to help somebody in Australia. So this was uh, sort of a beginning of a second opinion. We we start offering it as a consumer product first, and only radiology. Then as this as this component grew, and it was it was fully integrated with our teleradiology workflow. Just imagine uh, radiologists reading for hospital or imaging center in U.S., and then on the same workload, he sees uh, images pop up from uh, patients uh, all over the planet. Uh, that, that's the first achievement that we've done. We've made it very efficient for uh, our reading radiology team. Uh, our reading radiologists provide this interpretation. The next stage was for me to recruit physicians in every specialty. We've recruited uh, first hundreds and, and now well over a thousand physicians. In 2013, at the American Tour Medicine Association, uh, I've launched secondopinions.com. And uh, I could tell you, uh, this was you know beyond my wild expectations what happened next. We started to grow that component, first also the, the B2C, the consumer component, and then we, we knew that with uh, telemedicine uh, out there and getting really popular and some changes in healthcare, we knew that this is a really big opportunity. So teleradiology, although quite an important component still, and probably one of our largest components to this day, we knew that uh, we could not just stay in teleradiology as a single entity. We, we had to do something to differentiate ourselves from competitors which, uh, you know, pretty much every other teleology company, that's all they do. But we, we wanted to do something different. We, we started to grow this component, the telemedicine and, and consumer component. We started to partner with some uh, businesses, some insurance companies uh, in different, uh, not just in the U.S., but other, other, other parts of the world, some medical centers, and quite a few partners wanted to start to promote our service in, all over the world. It was really a uh, teleradiology component that were very profitable. So I've reinvested a lot of, a lot of the funds uh, to into the second opinions component. But I knew that I'm just one guy, you know. To grow this company, I needed some outside help. About 10 months ago, I got a call from uh, Siemens Ventures, which is a division, of course, of Siemens Healthcare. They were uh, very interested to invest into my company. So after some uh, due diligence, they were actually uh, invested uh, into my company in March of, of this year, just a few months ago. That certainly brought us uh, to a different level. What an incredible story with your son and what an inspiration, I guess, for starting Second Opinions and offering that service to, to many other people, maybe you know, in need of you know, some expert help, as well as your kind of work at USA RAD. So I just want to touch on one thing, and, and maybe you can kind of uh, share some, some light on this. What out of all your kind of business, you know, ventures, what do you think is like the greatest lesson that you've learned from these experiences? The, the greatest lesson is to never, uh, you know, underestimate uh, anyone. Some of the uh, largest deals that I've ever closed were when you least expect them. Just yesterday, I've met, I've met somebody who was probably you think that a guy is a, is a bum, he actually turned out to be a billionaire from China. Who we are actually working on a very large project. We started working on a very large project in China. So basically, the premise of this that don't underestimate anybody, give give people a chance, and and don't judge anybody. Those are the important lessons that I that I've learned. 
that's really incredible. And it sounds like you've grown from from what you're saying, the initial teleradiology offering and, and service now to, you know, broadly, you know, offering second opinions in, in many different, you know, specialties and, and globally, which I think is really, really unique. So it sounds really exciting. Congrats on your you know, recent funding round and you know, wishing you a lot of success. I want to go into our last section, which I'm terming our business round. So these are not our typical hospital rounds. Michael, what is the best advice, like life advice that you've ever received? The best life advice that I received? Work hard, be, be persistent, and the good things will happen. It's really about not giving up. Uh, there'll be uh, a lot of barriers and a lot of people who will tell you you'll never make it. You just have to push yourself very hard, uh, ignore the naysayers, and just keep going. That's probably the best advice that I can give. Just, uh, just never give up. Never give up. I agree with that. It's always when you know when you least expect it. You kind of have to dig down, and uh, it's uh, it, it's those extra few you know efforts and, and and work that you sometimes have to put in. Uh, to get the success. So it sounds like you're a really busy guy. You're kind of running multiple things. You're working as a radiologist. Do you have kind of a daily success habit or, or something that you do on a daily basis that you'd like to share that you think you could attribute to your success? Actually, yes. I actually learned very early on how to be productive, uh, extra productive and be available. I've actually developed uh, this uh, this concept called solid state brain. And what it is is that it allows me to be actually alert and productive 24-7 a day. People who know me actually think I am sort of like a cyborg, a part human, part uh, machine. And the reason it allows me to be alert, close alert, almost 24-7 when I need to is this concept where I can make myself go to sleep or wake up like a solid state uh, hard drive, sort of like an iPhone. You know, you want to set it off and on. I was able to discover or develop this ability actually when I was back in when I was a teenager. But that's something that has helped me a lot, tremendously in my life. Because sometimes you just don't have time to sleep. Um, I guess you could find that uh, somewhat unusual or interesting. That's really incredible, actually. I'll have I'll have to learn more. That's uh, that sounds uh, really you know very very impressive to have a personal on off button. I want to jump into our last question here, Michael. You know, I, I know you're kind of working in the teleradiology kind of telemedicine space, but what are some of the healthcare trends that you're following and, and that you're excited about? Well, telemedicine and telehealth are not just concepts. It's really a transformation of, 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 of medicine. It's a new way to practice and I predict in about five or seven years, most of the most of the medicine will, will be practiced online. So those these are very exciting times. Just like the teleradiology was a new and exciting gig in 2000, 2001, This is where we are with the, with the telehealth and telemedicine. I, I'm willing to to be able to, to take the risks and to to be the early or, or pioneer of the, of, the, of the field. That's something that you know keeps me keeps me awake at night, and that's how, that's what I like. It's a, it sounds like you don't need much sleep, so that, I, th- I think that sounds pretty good. It also sounds like, to your point, I, I, healthcare is moving, you know, to a digital age where where there will be a lot of um, patients, you know, engaged in, in, in a new way and and really actively involved in their healthcare. And I think uh, digital health and technologies like yours uh, will really kind of lead that. Dr. Michael Hughes, thank you so much for for joining us on the Modern MD. It was an absolute honor and, and privilege having you on the show. It's exciting to see physicians like yourself leading the charge in telemedicine and, and teleradiology and you know all the uh, incredible entrepreneurial work you're doing. So 
Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Greg. It's been a great pleasure to speak with you and uh, looking forward to some uh, other opportunities. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Modern MD. Head to themodernmd.com to get links and recaps of every show and so much more. Dose up and like The Modern MD Facebook page.